Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of The Financial Answer. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. As Nathan and I talk about investing, finance, and retirement uh, once again. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing great. Excited about the market drop. You know, oh, that's always yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, that's, that's spoiler alert. That's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, so today at the time of this podcast taping, this we're going to air this one uh, the first week of March, but we're taping it today on the 25th of February. So we're taping yeah. it about a, about a week early and... Uh, yeah, so at the time of this taping, yesterday the 24th, we had a uh, the 1,000-point drop, uh, mm-hmm. about 3.5%. Yeah. And today so far, it's down about another percent. So we went from 29, some change, down to around 27 at the time we're taping this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Nathan and I have got some data and some information we're going to share with you folks. Uh, and obviously, a lot of this seems to be being equated to the coronavirus. Uh, that's what yes, we're hearing. Yes, it does. It yeah. seems like. That's right. It seems like. So let's talk a little bit. Let's just jump right in and just talk about the fact that there's just really interesting statistical information here about some other major, I don't know if you don't want to call them pandemics or whatever, but SARS, Ebola. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting how all of these affect the market. So they do. Yeah, they do. And that's, you know, that's one thing that basically we we don't know how markets are going to react ultimately. Okay. Mm -hmm, I mean, you know, we we don't know what the future holds. If we did, we could time the market and do those things. And and nobody knows that stuff. So, you know, all we can do is look at history, see how it's kind of impacted it when things like this have happened. So I think it's a good idea to just look at a few of these things that have happened throughout the past maybe 100 years and see what uh what the impact is being it on is the actually quite surprising actually looking it through is. this yeah um to, to see how the market is kind of pretty much the same and through these uh different uh, <laughs> i guess I, I lack of a better term i'm just going to call them pandemics i guess yeah yeah you that's know? right and you know that's one thing that it, it always makes me laugh because it's always something new you know it's sure, always yeah. something different that's causing the market to take a dive but it always reacts the same way. It's crazy. It is kind of wild. It's, it's, yeah, so. it is. Yeah, so let's, it is. Let's jump in and talk about this a little bit. Now we don't. Want to, okay. l- and listen, folks, we're not trying to downplay. If you have fears around the coronavirus, you know, absolutely. No, absolutely. And it's and, it, yeah. and it's it is growing to be a, a bit of a concern, obviously. But at the same time, make sure you temper that a little bit with the fact that the, at this point, the common flu still kills more people annually. Um, yes. At around thirty to forty thousand people die every year, every year, right here in the United States from the regular flu. And I think right now in the United States we only have about fifty confirmed cases, and I don't think we've only had like one person die, maybe two, yeah. um, in the United States. So I actually didn't know we had had any pass away from. Well, it, actually, I think yeah, they weren't. Okay. They weren't even in the United States. As a matter of fact, you're right oh, about okay. that. They were actually okay. in China. They were American citizens okay. in China. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, our health care, I think, is definitely a step up from China. And so, right. um, you know, we're able to take care of this. But our, I mean, it is know, moving. our numbers, it is, moving. It, is yeah. it is definitely. And so it's something that, I mean, it, it is serious. It's definitely having an impact, especially in China and on the people there. And that's, you know, hopefully the world is going to keep that under control. And that's the thing that's kind of 
everybody's questioning everybody's now. Questioning, is it, right. it going to be able to to stay under control like and that? i was pondering this question with you nathan as we were getting ready to get started uh, some of this response obviously is investors having some fears about what's happening but i also think that part of it is the fact that they're having fears over the fact that production and this is my stance on it for right yeah. this minute is that yeah. i know firsthand because my wife actually works with a lot of chinese corporations and she's here at home but she's she talks to them actually almost every night um on the phone and they haven't worked for they didn't they spent almost three weeks not going to work yeah well this is a country that produces 80 percent of <laughs> the world's right. products no that's right so that's gonna have an impact you know exactly. i mean it's it's definitely gonna affect the markets and i think that's what companies are seeing which is you know what you buy when you buy a stock you buy right. a share of those profits and apple has had articles about that and just things that how it's impacting their production of you know their products because they they make them all in china so that's right. just how it works and i think I think that's going to be one of the largest impacts um, that we see, you know, I mean, and when they uh, catch back up, though, don't I would think stands the reason that things will turn back around markets bounce back. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. And this data we've got here kind of supports that. So let's talk about a little bit. We're going to start with uh, we'll start with what is SARS. Uh, So SARS was 2003. um, And Uh, if you look, that's about, uh, well, I guess if you want to round it down, around 20 years, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so it looked as though the market basically dropped around six, between six and 13% on a sell-off over the S&P during that time frame. Yeah, it did. And, and, you know, definitely had an impact. A lot of things happening around the world with SARS, a lot of impact around the world with that. And then when we look, you know, just a few months after that, when we're looking at the S&P, okay. a few months after that, it's back. It's actually to a new high, you know. Right. From right. I mean, you're looking at basically, uh, you know, the bottom of the market was March 1st of 2003, around that time frame, March, April 2003. Mm-hmm. By June of 2003, the market, the S&P 500, is at a high, you yeah, know, yeah. a new high from and, that point. And let's so. keep in mind that SARS in 2003 was also, it's firmly entrenched in the lost decade of the financial it market is. anyway, which was yeah. a dot-com bubble of, a, what was that, 01, right? Yeah, 2000, 2001, 2002. Those three years there, the market was having a very tough time, you know, right. mainly because of the tech bubble, but we also had the terrorist attacks then, you know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it just kind of pushed it down further and further and further, and so caused a lot of volatility volatility but you know in a year when this happened when SARS was out 2003 ended up being one of the best years we've had in a while right. in markets not as good Especially as last that, year right, but of it course. was really good yeah <laughs> yeah I last mean, year it, was really good so it yeah. was yeah it was and so it had a you know small caps in 2003 i think we're up over 30% so right. we had mm-hmm. you know tremendous positive returns in that year when this information comes out yeah. you know and it's a global scare basically okay. at that so, point so so basically this the numbers we've got here so basically nathan the coronavirus then we should see about a 6 to 13% drop right well, yeah Maybe, 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 maybe not so fast, I mean, right? Yeah, right? you don't want to. You don't want to predict the future here. Right, right. All we're doing is looking at the past. So, <laughs> so. well, and, and so I kind of, I try to set, I set you up on that a little bit. So, walking into the next one, let's look at Ebola. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we had the West African Ebola epidemic of 2014. So that's a little, mm-hmm. that's a little closer, and that lasted about eight months. Uh, we it had did. about a peak, I think, around 2015. 
And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not going to get into like numbers of deaths and all those kinds of things. But it was right. obviously it was it didn't really scare us too much here at home um, as far as health wise, but it still affected the market. Now everybody remembers it. I mean, if you were old enough to watch the news, everybody remembers the news talking about it sure, and just yeah. everyone being worried. And you can see, you know, how the markets reacted in the S and P. I think it was around the first of 2015 when. You know, I guess that was kind of the worst uh, that it had gotten mm-hmm. with Ebola. Right, right. Um, and again, we're not trying to downplay this. I mean, people died from this We're just stuff. trying to so show the comparisons yeah, to the market, right? Yeah, no, this is serious stuff. But also, you know, I mean, we've got to look at how this impacts what we're doing, how we're doing planning for clients and exactly. how it affects retirements exactly. and things. So, yeah. that's what we do on um, the show. I mean, we talk no, about investing right. and finance. That's right. That's right. So, you know, but when you look at, you know, basically the peak, uh, we didn't know it was the peak at the time, but, you know, at the beginning of 2015, it, it's when the cases were at the highest numbers and things were at the worst and, and all of that. And the market had a, a small dip at that point. But really, the Ebola epidemic that happened, I mean, the market continued to grow almost during that entire time frame. So well, it looks like a 7% um, sell-off was it the did, average. Yeah, it right. had a 7%. And then, you know, basically, almost immediately, it was back, you know. So you can see, you know, looking at the S&P 500 over that time frame, you know, really – January to, um, I guess, July, it looks like, Mm -hmm, um, looking mm -hmm. at the research, you know, the market kind of stayed up during that time. July, there was a dip, but I mean, within a few months, it was immediately back. So it seems to be... You know, well, ninety that's two days. Ca- yeah, that's like two that cases is, in a row, right? Where we're yeah, talking six yeah. to six, six to thirteen six on to, SARS, yeah, seven on right. Ebola, right? That's right. And so, yeah, and it does seem to be that within a few months, and I think that again goes to my point earlier about production. You know, production in a lot of companies gets halted or shut down, or things get slowed up. Now, this one I think is a new case, but to be fair. China was also not releasing the information, even just in 03, like no, they that's are right. now, too. No, that's right. And you got to be careful with that because communist countries still they're, they, they, they regulate their, really, their media yes yeah. they do they regulate that i mean you, you can look at uh, there was a great uh, great show on about russia that i saw you know talking about chernobyl mm-hmm. and just the information that the government released about chernobyl was very minuscule compared to actually what was happening you oh know, yeah yeah um, at that time and so it may be they view that it way. as an embarrassment it uh, is yeah, yeah it, it is i mean it, and it is you know right. be, especially in the chernobyl case because because well, it was yeah, cheap, being cheap yeah, yeah that's right it was being cheap so i don't know that it's this way we won't know you know we won't know that that's the case for china i I don't think it is but we won't know that until the future you know and we can look back and see maybe what what all happened there but you just have to be careful with the information and kind of run that through a filter that's being released from communist countries because they do they run it through their filters as well exactly (laughs) and and i think we've all seen that on the news where they'll say well china released the other day that they didn't actually account in the main numbers that their prison systems and when they went and looked at their prison systems there was actually more cases you know and so on and so forth and so again i think a lot of the the takeaway from this is that I also they just didn't go to work for about three weeks. They the yeah, government actually said stay at home to help you know kind of curtail this. right yeah yeah and uh, and so therefore production is down. So it that's going to be and it takes a little while for that to start to ebb and flow through a global economy. 
And that's yeah. why I think we're going to see probably a two, I don't know, I'm going to say two to six week period where I think, you know, we're going to continue to see some, probably some swings or probably some downturns. Yeah, um, we can. And, and, you know, uh, again, it's all speculation of course from our is. part, yeah. but right. that's looking historically, that's what we would see. And until, you know, kind of the World Health Organization gets things under control and, yeah. and can do that, then it's just going to be that way. And that part of investing, it's like I said at the beginning, it's always something different. Uh, but things tend to react. Markets tend to react very similarly over time. Yep. You know, so. Well, ahead. we've got. Well, that's okay. So we got two cases we discussed, right? So we got the yeah. Ebola and we got yeah. the uh, SARS. And it seemed to be somewhere in that. We'll call it that 6 to 10, 6 to 13 percent. Swine flu was about the and same. And there's another you know? one. I was yeah. going to say, yeah, yeah, let's talk swine flu. Now, this one okay. actually took out a lot of people. Uh, was actually quite a big deal here. And again, while it didn't necessarily affect us so much at home, it certainly still did hit the market. And it looks as though in that period, and this was, when was this? The swine flu was 2009. The Nine, big boy, yeah, the big boy was, uh, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But the swine flu was kind of similar oh, to that's the right. others. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it, it was kind of similar to the others where, you know, 5 to 10% drop range, mm-hmm. 2009. Markets had a dip. When, when and that's, all on top of the, of, that's on top of the market crisis we had in <laughs> anyway yeah yeah no <laughs> that's like a double Which, that's like a double punch it's like right? a double punch yeah, yeah that's true that's true so you know it happened uh it kind of happened toward the end you see the market take a dip toward the end of 2009 but when you look at the s&p for that entire year i mean the S&P was up 40% you know for that year even with that dip it was tremendous increases because of you know the market being down so much right. in 2008 and and the first part of 2009 so it just it had a bump okay during this and and we're looking at short time frames here because really when you look through history these are all short time frames that these things happen well know? check this um, out this is interesting so the dow jones market data whatever that is that their research that they found is in an 11 out of 12 epidemics that they studied the s&p was up six months after right. the first case was reported in all of these instances in the ebola sars and swine flu that we've talked yeah. about so within yeah. six months things have rebound Come back. Yep. Yeah, that's now, right. And so our time horizons can factor. If you're retiring six months from now, then and you see a thousand point drop like yesterday when we were taping this. It's certainly concerning. But if you're still several years away from retirement, this shouldn't be something that's causing you to have a knee jerk reaction. Well, even if you are six months from retirement, it's still your portfolio should already be set up for this type great of point. situation. You know, yep. don't be. I mean, this is a great way to look at your allocations you know if you are frustrated with your returns over the past 10 years and you you don't think you're where you need to be and you've taken a lot of extra risk because you're you're planning on retiring at the end of this year you've got too much allocated to stocks and you had a big decline here with this fear that the market has had that's a lesson that you should learn and, and allocate based on your time horizon. Don't try to make up. We don't know what the market's going to do in short time frames like this. So you've always got to invest based on the time horizon. When you're going to use the money, you shouldn't be 80, 90, 100% in stocks if you're within six months or, or even five years of retiring. You know, so Great point. That's, yeah. 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 Great point. No, and I think that's because uh, that's the reason I wanted to bring that up, and I'm glad that you addressed that better than I brought it up, was the fact that you do have people who say, well, I was thinking about retiring later this year, and I'm worried. And it's like, but, you know, I didn't even think about framing it that way, but that's a great point. It's like, if you, you should already have some systems in place, yeah, you know, to where true. this is, yes, it's mm-hmm. not it's not ideal. It's not what you want to see. You want to see 2019 all over again, but you have to be realistic. <laughs> every if year, right? Every year. just right, repeating but, for the yeah, rest of our lives. But that's yeah. not realistic, right? <laughs> no, that's right. 
unfortunately, it's not. Right. That's why okay. we have risk. <laughs> and, and that's why you work with an advisor to hopefully help you mitigate those yeah. uh, in times right. like these. So, you know, I think overall we kind of shared the information to say, look, in, in three of these epidemics and of course according to the study 11 of the last 12 the market tends to fall somewhere between 6 and 13 percent and it bounces back usually in about six months but just as a really wild interesting comparison nathan one more and as you kind of alluded to the big spanish flu from a <laughs> hundred years ago big one yeah this is a big one now i mean uh, these others had deaths but the spanish flu about twelve thousand each it looks like except for sars yeah, which was only a right, thousand right right um, so i mean that is that is twelve thousand people but sure. this was 50 million people that died right uh, with right. the spanish flu so 500 million were infected 50 million passed away because of this so 27% of the Earth's population. Yeah. Now, this yeah. is 100 years ago. So, obviously, right. medicine and technology and hygiene and all those That's things right. were not as good. That's but right. we also still had the stock market. Yes, we did. We did. And so, how did it react during that time? It 27%, it had to have devastated it. <laughs> had to have devastated it. <laughs> That's what you would think. But guess what? 10%. 10% decline. Yes. And that, okay, and that's why we were saying that's crazy, isn't it? That's right. Now, the S&P, you know, uh, wasn't a factor then. We're looking at the Dow Jones. Sure, okay, sure, so yeah. looking at the Dow Jones during this time frame because it was before actually the S&P was in existence. Sure, so yeah. Dow Jones, though, they're very similar. I mean, they, they move the same 99% of the time. Right, so correct. very similar indexes. We're looking at that over the time frame. It killed 3% of the Earth's population. And the markets were down 10% over four months. That's Un it. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. It, it is. It's it a is. stunning result, really, when you think about that it's kind of a run-of-the-mill decline. Like, we just, 2018, at the December, right, of 2018, <laughs> we saw basically the same kind of runoff. Yeah, yeah. And it bounced right. back a month later. That's right. That's right. So, you know, it's just discipline. You know, it's all about discipline when it comes to markets and do you understand what you're investing in? Mm -hmm. Do you understand why? If you do, you understand that this is not something that's happened part before, of life, but it's it's right? part of how markets work. There's always going to be something every single year in history for at least the past hundred years. The Dow is down 10 percent at some point during the year. But it doesn't always show declines. I mean, most of the time we see positive returns for the market. Over 65% of the time, markets are positive. We so had downs in 19, and look how it finished We did up. two times. Two the market times. was down at least 10% last yep. year. And we ended the year, the S&P, the Dow were up 30% for a positive. So, mm -hmm. you know, just because it's down right now doesn't mean it'll be down next month or two months from now or six months from now, right. you know. So you've just got to be able to handle the volatility, and that's where your advisor comes in and helps you control, you know, the volatility that's in and your And maybe portfolio. the emotions, it, control it the emotions yeah, too, the right? Yeah, the emotions are the key. You know, the emotions are 100% the key to investing. <laughs> well, especially um, when you turn on the news and you see Lester Holt or whoever <laughs> saying the market dropped an, an unbelievable amount. And the, and the world is coming to an end Right, tomorrow. and it's like, so, come on yeah, now. that's right. Yeah. You know, yeah, we got to be so. careful not to, to get too wrapped <laughs> up into the, into the, because no, all news wants to operate off of the, if it, you know, if it bleeds, it leads, even the financial side. It is. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's what sells it and so they're you know they're going to push it they're going to talk about it they're going to make it sound worse than it is and so um that's and this why could, I, and this could get worse we'll be it honest can, yeah. yeah it can absolutely and so and it very well may but it may not you know we don't know that's the thing is we can't see the future we don't know what's going to happen you know with it and so we know historically that markets have rebounded things have done well but you, you can't 
you know, you can't go around just assuming that everything is going to wipe out the world. You right. know, it's just and having those just having those cases case. in place, yeah. like you mentioned before, having those, uh, hopefully, having some of these things already uh, in place will help you mitigate some of the concerns or and, and be able to ride through this kind of scenario that's with right. with minimal stress. Yes, hopefully. that's true, and and that's where your advisor comes in to help. Yep. You know, with that, uh, just the person to have someone there to give you. You know the whatever the pat on the back or the you know right. hey this or, is, or the calming this, yes the calming right. have a sip of water let's that's talk right. it through that's right take a breath <laughs> let's have some coffee you know sit down and talk about this your plan is okay yeah. you know and yeah. that's the thing is you got to have that plan you got to have those things in force ahead of time yeah. uh, and if you don't this is the time to do it make yep. sure you sit down with your advisor and get these things set up and if they're not doing it we're here to help so, if you've got you know. twelve mutual funds then and they're all invested in the same thing then yeah. Yeah, maybe you you know yeah. maybe you are a little bit nervous. So yeah. get diversified, get with the advisor and talking. Which it's that's a big deal because the S and P large caps have done super well. So everybody, you know, I mean, everybody wanted the thirty percent return sure. that the S and P made last year. Exactly. But more than likely, if you were diversified, you did not get that. Okay, because every asset class didn't do that. So if you made thirty percent last year. You should be concerned. You might be sweating okay. right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you really should be because only one asset class did that. So you know, you know, I'm so glad you brought that up, and I know we're getting a little long on our podcast, but it's our podcast. We'll do what we want. Uh, <laughs> That's right. But I, I, you know, I know I'm glad you brought that up because you, you did have people who I've heard a lot of people saying because, as I've mentioned many times on the show, I host a bunch of different shows. People saying, "Well, my advisor must have not done something right in 2019 because I didn't make 30 percent." Right. It's like no, because they had you diversified for situations <laughs> like this. That's it's true. You know, the market doesn't go up forever. And so right. it doesn't go down forever either. So it seems like it in days like today, when you said yesterday it was down, you know, 3%. Today it's down 1% so right. far. And, and you think it's going to continue the same trend, but it doesn't. It's going to be volatile. That's exactly. part of it. And so. the reason you didn't make 30% last year is because you were better diversified. So you made, I don't know, maybe you made nine, maybe you made 12, maybe you <laughs> made 14, right. but that's you're right. also not, lo- maybe you probably didn't lose 3% yesterday. No, that's you we lost half a percent of the three. That's or something right, like because that. you know large caps lost three and a half yesterday. Small caps were down about two and a half. So right. diversification doesn't keep you from losing, but it can mitigate your losses mitigate to it. some yep. extent and reduce those losses to some extent. So there you that's, go. That's the key. That is the key. That is the key, my friend. Well, thanks for taking this cha- uh, this uh, little journey with me here. I appreciate it, folks. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, Nathan and I talking about. Uh, so big takeaway is is just try not to panic. Have, if you are worried, have a conversation with your advisor. Reach out to them. Uh, maybe you've received this through Nathan's newsletter or email blast, or maybe you've uh, already subscribed to the podcast. If you do have some questions and concerns, check with Nathan, give him a call, have a conversation at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. Uh, go to the website, thefinancialanswer.com. If you have not subscribed to the podcast and click on the subscribe button on Apple or Google or whatever platform it is that you uh, tend to use on your smartphone. And that way you can stay updated to the things. We do these a couple of times a month and hopefully share some useful nuggets of information with you. And uh, with that, I'm going to say thanks so much for your time, my friend, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, sounds good. Hope everyone has a great week. Don't worry about this stuff. Just uh, make right. sure you're allocated right. You'll be fine. And if you're worried from a health standpoint, just practice same normal common things you would do during That's flu right. season, during yeah. regular flu season. That's Wash true. your hands. Don't cough <laughs> on people. You know, normal <laughs> stuff that we normally do. That's right. Have a great week, folks. We'll talk to you soon.
O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.